Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. What's that? You have a ton of extra breast milk and you don't know what to do with it? We've got a pretty decent solution for you a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Ellie, good morning. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. What would you like to know this morning? What do you want to talk to Psychic Kim about? Is my housing situation going to work out? Will I get my house in the end or is that something that's not going to happen? Kim, what are you feeling about housing? Is is this already the second option? Did you already have one option not fall through and this is the second one or is this still your first option? Um, no, it's, well, it's my house that I have and I guess, so that's the main option, but I'm, I was able to find another place to live. Okay. Cause I keep hearing second option, second option, not the first. So oh, whatever you're leaning to for number two. Okay. I think I know what that means. Yeah. What does it okay. mean? Yep, that's all. I think it means let the house go and just carry on and move into where I'm planning to move after the first of the year. Okay. It's just a yep. holding and place. And then I hear ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yep. So like when Cat falls down the stairs? <laughs> We got people Hello? on. What's going on? Microphone on. on. Uh, okay. All right, Ellie. Hey, thanks oh, for no. checking in. I hope you have a great morning. Hey, Merry Christmas. Okay. Hey, bye. All, All right. Thank you. Yeah, yep. You're very, very welcome. Uh, you want to roll the dice with one more cat? Yeah. Kim, you up for it? Uh, one more? Uh, yep. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Thank you. First name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron got psychic Kim. What would you like to talk about? So, my brother passed away this past night, and it was very sudden from a very rare form of arthritis, and I just oh. want to know if I share the same thing as him. Oh, okay. This is a really valid question. So uh, <clears throat> what are you feeling here, Kim? No, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you need to not take it serious. Um, and I, wow, I do feel getting hit with, like, inflammation, and I, I got mucus building up in the back of my throat and nasal, so I know that Look at your allergens. Look at stress. Um, I get pulled to feeling weighted down. So I know that you really have to pay attention to stress, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, the body perceives stress as the same. So pay attention to your stress in life um, because it can act similar um, similar feelings to that, but it's not the actual, like, gene mutation form or anything like that. It's just more so like you you know that because you already know that your kind of hypersensitivity awareness is there. So then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I have a pain. I must have that. So then you can get your mind psyched out and there's like, do not get your mind psyched out. Literally be like, oh, okay. Like I have inflammation in my body. I got to start taking care of myself. Okay. So. okay. Does that help Aaron? All right. Well, hey, have a great morning. Appreciate it. Uh, Kim, Kat wanted to uh, ask a question off the air, but I I thought it was valid that people heard this answer. She wanted to know, like, when she's alone at home, like, can 
past relatives see what she's doing? I sure hope not. <laughs> Please stop laughing. Are you talking about in the shower time? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't do anything in the shower. <laughs> we know you're lying now. All right. Oh. Uh, can um, people get gift cards yeah. to see you? And they get- can't wait. You're telling me past relatives yep. can see when you're being We're not solo yep. naughty. Yeah. But yeah, if they but stick they around like- for the show, like I would be like, I respect you enough. I'm going to look this way. Yeah, they're your relatives. Get they're- what you got to do done. Okay, but- you know. But they're not literally watching it. It's like their vibrations there. What they see and <laughs> yeah. what we see on our side is different. They're feeling vibrations. So if you're yeah. if you're not Cat feeling too. lobbed or if you're feeling like you're scared, mm-hmm. they're going to be there. It's not like they're sitting there like watching the act, but they're there. Yeah, it's a it's a difference. I'm not scared. Yeah. Are you scared when you're doing that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Dawn. How you feeling? Good morning. Feeling great. Thank you. Now, we talked a little bit off the air to find out what you wanted to talk to Psychic Kim about. And can you tell like Kim what you told us? This has to do with your seven-year-old, right? Yes. Recently, my seven-year-old daughter has been telling me that she feels like she's being watched. Um, and she can't really explain what it is or she doesn't see anything, but she just feels like she's being watched. And I had a very similar feeling when I was around her age and I recently within the past, I would say probably two years had a spirit guide reading and ended up finding out why that feeling, um, I may have been feeling that feeling, but is I'm wondering as if she has something similar to what they told me. And if you guys would like to know, I can tell you that too. Let's hear what Kim has to say first. Yep. First off, um, what I'm feeling is that she's um, very intuitive. So sometimes when people are more um, sensitive, almost like hypersensitive, hyper awareness, they could have something physically going on or it's just that their intuition is really like trying to come out. So I'm feeling that she's just recognizing that she could feel, okay, this can sound odd, but you could feel your own energy. So there's that aspect. Um, if you have to look at yourself, you're looking inward. Sometimes it feels like you're looking at yourself other times it is your spirit guides trying to get your attention. Um, and I'm laughing because there's one experience that's popping in my head that happened to my daughter. So I know that it's like her, her spirit guides are trying to get her attention because she's not recognizing something. She's not seeing within herself. There's some self doubt that's starting to creep in or some self judgment. Um, and this is like her intuition is almost guiding her into like, okay, Look inwards. Look at yourself. We're we're looking at you, but also I hear helping. We're oh, they're also helping her along her journey. So it's not. I don't see anything bad energies. You know, um, I'm not getting pulled to family members personally. Um, there could be some passed over family members, but I hear that's not the ultimate case. It is literally her intuition, her energy, her spirit guides that she's actually hearing, seeing, feeling, all that good stuff um, to help her along her journey. But she's supposed to take that opportunity and then take a look at, like, what is she doing? What is she feeling at that moment? She's watching herself is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So do that. With with what you were told, was yours similar? It wasn't sinister? It was more so guidance? Or was yours sinister? Um, Mine was... Um, I'll keep it brief. My mom had a baby that was born the same day as me, 10 years prior that she lost. 
Oh, wow. And I was told that my feeling was, so it would have been a brother, was my brother was always with me because we shared the bond of being born the same day. So that's that's what mine was, but I wanted to make sure that she didn't, but she also has a heart condition. So that kind of resonates as to what Psychic Kim said a little bit more. So a different situation than me, but it, I just thought it was weird that I felt the same way since I was around the same age, but, but mine was a little bit different. Even any adult to feel like <laughs> yep. somebody is watching you is a very unsettling feeling, but as long as you can have that conversation, like I just talked to a psychic and she said that, you know, it's all positive energy and just treat it like somebody yep. that you love and is looking out for you is watching you instead of like that creepy yeah. feeling. All right. Well, no, this up. is a good, this is good. This is very good. Thank you both, yeah. all, all of you very, very much. Hey. Welcome, Dawn. Have a great morning. I do what I can. Yeah. I do what I can. Great job, Kat. You were really <laughs> instrumental <laughs> on her you. success on that one. Uh, young Colton is with us this morning. Hey, Colton, how's it going? Hi, this is actually his dad. He went into the school. Oh. I just didn't want to hang out. Oh, no. He went in where? He went into the school. The oh, school. the school. I thought you yeah. said he had some stool. Um, so with so- the question that we know he wanted to ask, what grade is he in? He's in six. He's 12. He's going to be 13 in a couple of weeks. Here. <laughs> With the question he asked, yeah, that was so adorable. That was a strange question for me. I know. i like, wow, why would he say that? Just, right. Well, okay. shoot your shot here, Dad. What do you want to talk to Psychic Kim about? Well, he, well, I'd like to know where my kids are going to go, man, because I got one kid out in jail in California, and, and my little boy, he wants to be a cop. And, you know, I, I just like to see if I'm going to have a – Good future for my kids. So let's narrow it down to one question then. So young Colton, who just went into school, he's he's how old again? Thirteen. Kim, do you see he him? Wants div- to know when he's getting married. Okay. Do he want? First off, can, can you let's talk about the marriage real quick? Do you see marriage any time in that thirteen-year-old's okay. future, Kim? Um, instantly, I heard twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four. Um, okay. Not the year twenty-four. Oh. Okay. The the age twenty-four. Nice. Um, That's a um, perfect age. Uh, right. Um, there there will be. Some some up and down stuff that you'll have to deal with with him prior to that. Just, just as an FYI. Why did he sound like he was twenty eight years old? Yeah, like, thought, what's going on with the hormones these days? He's not a very old. He's a uh, he's a gamer and uh, he likes to play Fortnite and some other games and stuff. And he's he, he likes people like Preston and Mr. Beast. So he's really loud. I gotta calm him down. He's like, what? What? And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. But what a romantic <laughs> that, like, kid. he didn't even think about the question. We said, what do you want to know? He said, when do I, when am I going to get married? Like, what a beautiful boy. All right. So d- dad wants to know a little bit, Kim, if, uh, if, if police work is in Colton's future. Do you see that at all? Yeah, he might dabble in it. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. His guys right are a little too. bit funny. They're like, yeah, he might dabble, but he's not going to pursue it completely, no. Okay. All right. That's wow. You're right on the money. I say I, I was feeling the same way lately. Oh, you're a psychic. Yeah. It's a father's yeah, intuition. I, yeah. I used yeah. to be in a in a, in a soap opera. <laughs> you used to be on a soap opera. You couldn't say anything right now and shock me. He said you're a psychic. Oh. He says you're a psychic. I said I used to be in a soap opera. Yeah. Right. That's I feel I like, like you're taking this whole bit as a joke. That's so what we're I was asking. I was like, hey, have you ever been in a soap <laughs> opera? And he's like, of course I have been. So, all right. Well, thanks, Dad. Appreciate yeah. it. Have a great morning, uh, Miranda. Thank you for your patience. I'm sorry you had to sit through that. Uh, what would you like to know from Psychic Kim today? This is about your love life, right? Yep. 
Um, I've been seeing someone for a couple months, and I'm just curious if there's a future or if it's just not going to happen. All right, so the, the, the dude she's okay. currently fornicating with, is this going to happen? Um, I see it going, wow, yeah. Um, I get pulled to a ring on the finger, so I know that there's going to be a proposal. Um, but but here's the thing. I feel like you're going to, they show me cold feet. I see like a wedding dress, and then I see the wedding dress coming off. So you're going to have a choice, or you're going to see things from a different perspective before the wedding actually occurs, and you'll have a chance to stay or go. Um, they don't show me the incident, and they said it's not like it's, oh, my gosh, like I have to leave, I have to run. It's nothing like that. It's just more so like, okay, like maybe I'm a little bit different from when we started dating. Maybe I'm going to choose to go a different route. And I hear mutual, um, but also it can turn into a very amazing, positive thing where you guys turn it around and use it as fuel for your marriage and for your future. So it can actually it can go either way. But I keep feeling I, I hear, go for it, go for it, go for it. Like, keep going. Okay. Because it can be actually really, really beautiful. Yeah. Tell us about this guy. Um, <laughs> Tell me one great thing about him. I don't him. know. He's nice. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll work. That's, That's a, a good, good start. start. I'm, yep. I'm not used to nice guys, so it's not... I'm not sure how to act with it. Well, so. if you keep going back to the same dumpster, girl, you're going to keep getting the same trash. I made that up a long nice time back. ago. Could you be nice back to him, I you know. think? Oh, I'm very nice yeah. to him. Okay. okay. Well, then this should work out. Well, get on with your day. All right, Miranda, <laughs> sounds like you're busy. you got to slam some car doors on the radio. <laughs> yeah, so. are, I just got to the school. So we get it. We get it. Have a great day. Admittedly. I haven't watched The Bachelor very much over the last, uh, I don't know, 30 or 40 seasons, but I will be watching January 22nd because we've got a hometown girl. Yes, I'm very excited uh, to talk about Daisy Kent from Becker, and this is the intro, we think to the Paris Bachelor. (laughs) We're so prepared. Paris are like, I don't know, you can shut it off, but... Um, she is a Becker native. She went to Becker High School, graduated in 2017. Beautiful girl. And um, there are 32 women that are vying for this 28-year-old Joey. Uh, Joey, he's a tennis pro living in Hawaii, and they're vying for his love. But that's pretty exciting. The one thing about her that I think stands out uh, is that she suffered hearing loss due to, I think it was like a side effect of Lyme's disease. And so she has cochlear implants. And um, she didn't even try out for The Bachelor. Isn't that crazy that they sought her out because she was doing such great things uh, with her nonprofit. It's called Hear Hear Your Heart. Somebody saw her and said she's hot enough. We want her on The Bachelor. Well, not only is she hot, she's very uh, smart. What's her last name? Daisy what? Daisy Kent from Becker. And she has 400,000 followers on TikTok and just kind of gained... Uh, a few more, obviously, being on The Bachelor. But before that, I think that's what got the producer's attention. So it starts on ABC January 22nd. And it's going to be really fun to watch. She does her hometown visit. And um, there are some spoilers out there. So I don't know if I can say any spoilers. I'm not going to because I don't want to get in trouble. But I just thought that was really cool. That they're going to be in central Minnesota. I think what I like about her is she's not like, uh, you can tell she hasn't been through a hundred rounds of plastic surgery like most of the girls on these things. She's very, 
just uh, she's very Minnesota Midwestern looking. Beautiful girl. She got a great smile. Fear. Yeah. Um. But I want to know if you could be on a reality show. Which one do you think that you would excel on? They don't run it anymore. But man, I would have kicked some ass on American Gladiators. If they'd had like an old person's version of it, yeah, where like where you get to like r- roll like like sumo wrestle a guy out of the ring or or swing across and stuff like mm-hmm. oh I, I rewatch that all the time the American Gladiators let's go and wipe out I would that's like a new age wipeouts made to fail though you know what I mean <laughs> like American Gladiators they were everyone was pulling for you yeah you know what I mean and it was always a little guy against a big dude mm-hmm. like here's the problem with wipeout. You're competing against other people who uh, might not be as athletic as you are. And if you fail, you're a schmuck. With gladiators, you're expected to lose, but you could be the underdog and push this 300-pound monster out of the ring. And then everybody celebrates you and the announcers are pulling for you. With Wipeout, they just laugh at you when you get hit in the nuts. Yeah. I don't want that. I want somebody feeling sorry for me. So I want to go back to like 1990 American Gladiators and rule that. What is the hometown takeover? That's what I want to be on. I want to go into people's towns. Every time I drive through like a small town, I'm like, oh my God, if somebody pumped like 10 million, even just 5 million into this place, it would be so cool. Tourist attraction. I would love to go around to all the stores and say, what you got to look like. I don't know if 10 million gets you much anymore. I think it could. I think most towns just need a little facelift. So I would do that. You know what show really skewed me out was that, I think it was on, it started last year, but the Cougar show, the Cougar dating show, where it's like uh, nine older women. And then all of a sudden they move the partition and there are nine guys in their twenties, but all of them are the sons of all the Cougars. So you have to watch your generational deal. You have to watch your son get with all these older women in their forties and fifties. And like love up on all these women and still try to get your man who's in their 20s to fall for you. It was the grossest thing. You seem like you paid a lot of attention to it, though. Derek and I tried to watch it and I was like, I can't physically like I'm getting ill watching. Also, it's not like a it's not like a game show, but I would rule on main cabin masters. Okay, where these guys go to like these rundown cabins in Maine and then Mm -hmm. they rebuild them. I would rule on a show like that. I would I wouldn't be the good lead carpenter guy. Yeah, but I would be a great little apprentice like, hey, run to the truck and get the ladder. And then as the camera, you are very good at pointing and saying do. So. Yeah, but I don't know enough about construction. And <laughs> But I would be great, like, as they followed me to the truck to get the ladder, yeah. I would say something quite witty, mm. and then they would all be like, oh, it's so good to have him around. Yeah, I'd use terms like, oh, I'm just hanging out, uh, you know, stapling this oversized alder millwork, you know, I'd, I'd say stuff like You'd that. squeezing something to show your prowess, but really wouldn't know just what's like, going on. Yeah, like as a female, if I bring my car in and there's a flat tire, I have to say, I think it's in the sidewall, it's not in the tread. You know, I have to, like, know the lingo, or they're going to take me for a ride. Where they go to you, oh, I think it's just flat on the bottom, and you're like, okay. All <laughs> right, whatever. No doubt about it, $5,000 cash could change your life. So why not be up in here in the live show Friday morning at 840 and get $5,000? It'll be our last live show of the year, so you should be here. In the meantime, let's get you back into the podcast. So remember, it was like a couple of weeks ago when Serena Williams was talking about how she had a sunburn and she used her breast milk for her sunburn and it has such like amazing healing agents in it. She just did a video about how she had like so much breast milk stored in her freezer. I'm really excited to donate some breast milk that I have 
left over from my trip in New York to people who really need it. So need to be anonymous, but super excited to just help. Wait, wait, you can donate this like canned goods? Someone is getting next level prime athlete breast milk and they won't ever know because it's anonymous. I was talking to my cousin Nina who lives in just outside of San Francisco on Monday and she was talking to me about how she's coming home in two days actually and she's like I have so much breast milk her son is a year and a half and she wants to be done. She's like over it and she has what's his name Pinta? Why? Oh, because she's a Nina. And you're looking for a Santa Maria because you're hilarious. Whoa, I wasn't going there at all. <laughs> really? Um, anyway, no, his name is Roman. But uh, they have like deep a deep freezer, an entire deep freezer where you would put a half a cow filled with milk. She was called an overproducer at the ho- hospital. Oh, really? So sh- I said you should donate it and you can. Every single state has a website and it's like a donation center. So I don't know if other people are looking and they have an overabundance of breast milk, but it's good if it's been in your freezer, it's good up to 12 months. So a lot of people can be helped by this. A lot of moms love the thought of having their kid have breast milk and what's it doesn't the, matter if it's what's somebody the screening else. process. So, okay, let's say you're at one of these distribution centers yeah. and you drive up, you got a Yeti cooler of bags of breast milk, and right behind you is Serena Williams. Yeah. And she's got a Yeti cooler of breast milk. How how do you, number one, know that there's nothing wrong with it? Is there, there's got to be a screening process. They got to take one of your bags, the right, and go through it. The screening process that they have is the milk that's accepted by the donating mom. Not only do you have to have a blood test done when you drop it off, because they'll find any inconsistencies like in your blood. Doing meth or something too. But the thing is, like, I would be worried because you don't know if somebody had like a ton of wine or whatever and then pumped and saved it. But then there's like a written application, phone interview. That does nothing for me. I would be a little nervous with that, but I'm sure they have a very good vetting system if it's in every single state. That would be my nervous point is, hey, uh, my wife isn't producing we want breast milk for our child. I yeah. go to this place. How do you know that it's good, high quality I stuff? I, I think you just have to. And I'm sure they got it vetted out. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have a process, right? I'm sure it's FDA governed and everything like that. But... I don't think they thaw out the milk, test it, and then freeze it again. I don't know if that is a route they I bet go. They thaw part of the batch. I bet they do. I bet they they have to. But yeah, let's say they thaw out um, um, uh, the month of last January and then they test the month of April and they're different. Some has alcohol in it, some doesn't. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm just saying if you have pure breast milk and nothing to hide and and you don't feel like you have any inconsistencies that they would find, head to mnmilkbank.org is the website I found. I just thought it was really interesting. I would also be interested to know how... Serena Williams breast milk differs from yours. I don't think you know what I mean. I think it's just breast milk. Like you don't think there's uh, I mean, because she's a, you know, high end top tier athlete. You don't think hers has any more minerals, proteins, anything else like that in it. It it wouldn't be any different than another mom that has the same diet. Mm -hmm. So is your breast milk's your breast milk is your diet is completely reliant on your diet. So if you're a vegetarian, your breast milk is going to have a different, a different makeup, makeup than, than yeah. if somebody's on a car- carnivore diet. Absolutely. 
anything that goes into your body goes into the baby through absor- absorption of the milk. So, so not all breast milk has the same amount of nutrients. Right. And they do say you have to get a lot of protein. I remember when I was out of the hospital, I was pumping a lot. And I remember taking a shower and I'm like, I have to sit down in the shower because I felt like I was going to pass out. I really didn't eat a ton that morning. And then the woman, the nurse on the phone, because Derek's like, oh, my God, I'm going to call the nurse line. And she's like, make her a peanut butter sandwich and make her get her some bacon or whatever. Oh, you want an instant jump in that glycogen right away. It was, yeah, and it really did help. It was like, you know, something weird like that, that they knew what to give us. But um, how did your wife's breast milk taste when you tried it? Uh, It wasn't like, it wasn't horrible, but it was like tangy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it was, uh, it, it was, it wasn't great. Like I hear about people putting it in, like bodybuilders, especially putting it into like smoothies and shakes and yeah, stuff sure. like that, just for the extra nutrition. Man, I'm about another scoop of protein powder instead of that stuff. It just didn't. I, I There's nothing more I natural ba- than a woman's breast milk. I know babies don't have a, a palate for anything else. And that's their first taste. Just a little sweetener. You got to remember along the line, by the time I tasted my wife's breast milk, I had had filet mignon. (laughs) I had had Haagen-Dazs. I had had some other really amazing things that had influenced my taste buds. So that just wasn't that great. But that would be really interesting rolling up and having somebody else's milk. I'm reading if milk donors are paid. They cover the cost of everything that this company does. Mm. Interesting stuff. We're, uh, what's the website again? MNMilkBank.org. And they get paid to do this, right? Like you get paid to drop yours off? No, that's what I was just reading. Oh, they... uh, are milk donors paid? No. Oh, they're not. Really? There's no financial reimbursement, but uh, there, it's hard to explain as a woman. If I know I'm helping out another woman's baby, it's kind of priceless. And then yeah, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to pay for the screening. You just drop your milk off. And then if they decide to pass it along to somebody that needs it, then that's their. This helping other people without getting paid stuff. We have to stop this. It's a this good is, feeling. This is where our country went wrong is when we started going, I'm going to help you without compensation. When that happens, <laughs> everybody suffers. What's trending? What's trending? My trending question for you, and I want you to start thinking of what your best year was for you that you had like the best birthday all right so bradley cooper talking who just turned 49 or will in a few weeks talks about his favorite birthday memory we used to have birthdays at mcdonald's when i was growing up oh yeah that was a big thing yeah but i remember really enjoying those mcdonald birthdays uh we would get big macs and we would go on our way to the jersey shore i just love the like the little trays with the party they would come in boxes like every every kid would have little little party box that you would then eat all your stuff in you were not expecting that answer well i don't know what it what it says to I had to go back to eight years old to tell you my favorite. (laughs) I wonder when it started that you just had to really step it up. Like I would have Liam's birthday parties at home, but then I'd like hire a bounce house. You know, I didn't have to. I didn't care. I could have put the sprinkler on and just had some pizza and some ice cream. But then, you know, some people go crazy with their birthdays. I would say... McDonald's, we definitely had several birthdays there, but we had um, a place in, oh my God, what is it called? It's a malt shop in St. Paul. Uh, uh, Snuffy's Malt Shop. It was my, you've been there. You told me you went there. Yeah, no, like I, for I'm a starting to remember that. Now. Hockey tournament weekend, yeah. but my, it was my brother's first ever job. And I remember it was my birthday and he lined up milkshakes for me and all oh, my friends cool. and put cherries on top of all of the whipped cream. And that was just really special. So, 
it's something small like that. Like when I was Sunday. six, my parents let me have me uh, my birthday at Shakey's Pizza. Oh, okay. And uh, there, are, when my parents passed away, we were going through a lot of pictures, and uh, the picture of me and my three best friends at Shakey's Pizza, and it was a friggin' party. And if you remember what any of the Shakey's Pizza looked like, it was such a throwback. But I just remember the pure joy of, like I said, I didn't grow up wealthy. We didn't have a lot of stuff, but I just remember thinking my parents are going all out so that my friends and I can have pizza and root beer at Shakey's Pizza. It's in the back of my mind, man. It's great. Liam has not wanted to have a birthday party for... Because he's like me, he'd rather have something for himself than me spend money Jesus. on a party. So he's like, yeah, give me more gifts instead of hosting my friends. But uh, what was the one birthday that stood out to you? You just like have really fond memories of it. And maybe it wasn't a huge deal because that is what's trending. So a recent study showed that the risk of a heart attack is 37% greater on Christmas Eve than any other day. Christmas Eve is a stressful time for adults, right? They're dealing with family, maybe in town, relatives staying with them. There may be tension there. They have financial pressure to provide for people. And we know that stress can increase risk of cardiac events. Try to engage in low stress activities. Take a nice walk. Try to do some deep breathing. Relax. Sit on the couch with your family. Light a fire. Just, you know. Is your family if you've got a 33% chance more uh, to have a heart attack because they're around? Some people have crazy families. I, I talked to my mom Can't last night. Just... She goes, Our family is really boring. I go, I know. We got to zhuzh it up with like some games. That, But that's not stressful. I'm not stressed out at all. But I some people believe... have those families where people just want to cause drama. 318, by the way, Christmas Day, 318 p.m. is when families start to fight. So just kind of avoid that time. Go for a little drive. Go to Quick Trip. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.